Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. How's it going, everyone? Today we got four stories of incredibly spoiled kids. The first story time is of a spoiled kid who cheats at dodgeball. The next one is of a spoiled kid who's never been on a non-private airplane before and throws a fit. The third spoiled kid story is a spoiled girl who can't believe anyone has an allowance of less than $2,000 per month. And the final spoiled kid story is a spoiled kid who breaks his TV while playing Fortnite with his friends. Let's go. So we're gonna call the subscriber who submitted this first story, Cameron. Anyways, so at Cameron's school, there was optional sports, where basically every single day, a game slash activity was offered, and it was during the free period, and it was up to you if you wanted to choose to do it or not. Every Thursday was dodgeball, and dodgeball was the school's favorite game of choice. So this all started on what seemed like a normal Thursday. Cameron got into school, and he was talking with his boys because he was so excited because Everyone really messed with dodgeball. Like there were uh, every single day, there was an option for a sport slash a game to play. But by far, dodgeball was the most popular, and the most students showed up to it. So, anyways, let's flash forward to the actual dodgeball. So Cameron, you know, he walks into the court, and all the other kids are there. And so the teams aren't randomized, but obviously, if a bunch of people go into one side and then like two people go into another team, well, then they're gonna have to be split up. But there have been kind of unofficial official teams been forming for the last couple months where some kids would always go to one side and other kids would always go to another side. And, you know, sometimes people would come in just to try it out and they would just hop over to one side or hop over to another side. But basically, on the other side, there's another kid or on the team that always played against Cameron, there's another kid. And we're going to call this kid the spoiled kid. So yeah, the spoiled kid was one of those kids who's never like not received something in his life. What I mean by that is like he's always had everything handed to him. The spoiled kid has never had to work for anything. He's never had to, he's basically never been told no. And the spoiled kid's team had always been winning. So it was always been winning, had always won in the past, right? They always, okay, there might've been a few exceptions, but for the most part, they were clearly the better team. And the PE coach noticed this and would notice how people would, what is that? Sorry, 
garbage truck. Anyways, the PE coach would notice this and like uh, so many kids would try to go over to the winning teams or the spoiled kids side and he'd be like, no, you need to go over there. So it was very much like a, a lopsided rivalry, if that makes sense. By the way, like and subscribe right now to claim your free nothing. Just had to let you know. Anyways, though, so this all started off as a normal day. People were piling in. Cameron gets there. Cameron went to the side that he was usually at. Once again, a lot of kids were trying to go on the spoiled kids team because they already knew which team was going to be winning more. And Cameron was just kind of like waiting for the PE coach to be like, no, guys, you need to go over there. Like, you all can't be on this team. So anyways, the game starts up. And as I was saying, the spoiled kid was on the other side, but the spoiled kid team almost always won. However, in this game, it was clear that it was going to be, it could have been a much different game. So already in the middle of the dodgeball game, the spoiled kids team, they're not doing so well, man. In fact, they're starting to lose, which is really like the spoiled kid was like, no, 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 no. I did not come to play PE games during my free period to lose. That is not what I'm doing. The spoiled kid definitely is the type of kid to root for the team for whatever sport that's winning or the not the underdog. What would you call the, you wouldn't call the upper dog, right? Is that stupid? I don't know. He would always, anyone who was supposed to win for any sports game, he was the type of kid who would root for them and would immediately change sides. Like bro would show up to the finals match for whatever sport wearing both team jerseys, just the one that's supposed to win on top. So if the other team wins, he can just rip off the team jersey on top and have the other one showing as if he was rooting for the other one the whole time. So anyways, right, the spoiled kid at this point, he starts to, he starts to realize, okay, maybe I should start um, bending the rules a little bit. Yeah, so a lot of the kind of like when you got someone out or whatever was self-reported. The PE coach, because there was only one there, and there's so many people playing dodgeball, the PE coach would, you know, he would notice, like, he would call, he would make calls sometimes if you notice someone got hit and they didn't say anything, right? But you have to realize that there's so much going on that the PE coach, until it's like the final two people throwing dodgeballs at each other or something like that, the PE coach, there's too much going on for him to really make sure he has everything under control, if that makes sense. Like, he, there's too much going on for him to really be able to handle all of it. So a lot of it is self-reporting. If you got hit, you know, you would say, okay, you know, walk over to the side, see if your teammate can get you back in, right? But it was a lot of like, everyone kind of relied on each other telling the truth for self-reporting, right? Everyone relied on each other to really just, you know, because I don't know, like if someone started cheating, <clears throat> if someone started cheating, that would actually be an issue because then the game would be very difficult to play. So the spoiled kid started to notice that his team was losing. And this wasn't a situation where he could just walk over to the other side and pretend like, oh, I, what, what do you mean, guys? I've been playing on your team the whole time. Like, time. Like, that just simply would not work. So the spoiled kid decides to do plan two or plan B. Plan A was just a bandwagon over to the other side, but since that wasn't possible, plan B was to start cheating. So anyways, Cameron got the, like, the dodgeball, and got a perfect snipe on the spoiled kid. So clearly hit this kid, it, like, ricocheted off him in an angle that could only naturally happen if it hit off the spoiled kid. And the spoiled kid just kept playing. And Cameron's like, yo, I think I got you. And the spoiled kid's like, no, and he just keeps playing. And the camera's like, wait, what? 
So anyways, another teammate on Cameron's team hits the spoil kit again, and it's so obvious. Once again, the PE coach doesn't see it. The spoil kit, and the guy's like, yo, I got you, bro. And the spoil kid's like, no. Yeah, so anyways, right, the subscriber uh, Cameron's like, bro, are you serious right now? So here's the thing, though. The spoiled kid is, since he keeps on getting hit and he, like, cheats his way out of it, he can get, the spoiled kid can now be in more um, better positions to hit other players. So if you don't know, like, in dodgeball, like, you have to kind of balance the fact that, like, you want to be in a good position to aim at other people. But also, when you're in a good position to aim at other people, you got to make sure that you're not in a good position for them to hit you. So now the spoil kid, since he was just cheating a ton, it doesn't really matter to him if he's in a position where he could be easily hit. Because if he gets hit, he's just going to keep playing, right? So anyways, the spoil kid starts, starts really getting a lot of people on the other side out because he's putting himself in such a compromising position. And more and more people are hitting him. Like, they're all like, yo, spoil kid. He's just like, no, I dodged it. Like, uh, bro actually thinks he's Neo from the Matrix dodging bullets, bro. Like, what are you doing right now? You're being hit so many times. But finally, the PE coach sees what's going on and is like, spoil kid, like, you got hit a second ago. Get out of there. Spoil kid's like, turns to the PE coach and is like, no, coach, I didn't get hit. And then as he's saying that, he's hit with like two dodgeballs, bro. And the PE coach is like, like, what? Like, no, you just got hit again. He's like, no, I dodged it. And the PE coach is like, get out of here. And the spoil kid's like, um, and he like chucks another ball. As he's walking out of the game, he chucks a dodgeball at another kid hitting him. And the spoiled kid's like, I got him. Why isn't he coming out too? And the PE coach is like, because you've been out like five minutes ago. Your, your shots are void. And at this point, right, the spoiled kid's like, this game is stupid. And literally, it doesn't even get in line because in a lot of games of dodgeball, I don't know if you guys play like this, but at least the way that I used to play and the way that the subscriber plays is that you can come back in if your teammate, like, catches a ball or something. I kind of forgot how it is. So the spoil kid could go back in, but instead of going back in line, he literally just runs out of the gymnasium crying. So we're going to call the subscriber who submitted the story Chris. So anyways, Chris in his school, it was like their eighth grade, um, or no, no, sorry, not eighth grade. It was their senior year. That's what it was. It was like the final year of high school, senior year spring. And at their high school, they had this like field trip type thing that the seniors would take after college decisions, if that's something that they wanted to do, or all those things are done. So this is like the last couple months of senior year. And this trip is really just a feel good, let's do something fun together. And it also was like, it was far enough away that they took a plane, which is, I don't know about you, but I, I could never imagine taking a plane with like my like class or whatever in high school, bro. That would have been crazy. Like I've taken some buses and stuff, but taking a plane just feels like the next level. Yeah, so anyways, right, sure enough, the subscriber, uh, we're going to call him Chris. Uh, they were all going on a trip to, oh, I, I'm trying to remember exactly, let me check my Instagram DMs, because by the way, if you guys want to submit your own stories, go to Instagram, look up Connor Pugs, follow me, and then hit a message, and you can message me your stories, and I will get back to you where they went. They went to Colorado, okay. So they went to Colorado, which I don't want to say the exact state that they were in, but it wasn't that far of a plane ride away. So anyways, they're all going through the TSA line, um, 
as a group, which, oh my God, man, if I ever went through the TSA line with my classmates, bro, that would be ridiculous. Comment plane right now, like airplane. Comment plane or airplane in the comment section right now so I can see how many people made it this far. I'll try and hard a bunch of comments to say airplane or plane. Anyways, though, so they're making it through TSA. And uh, the subscriber, uh, Chris, notices, like, okay, there's this girl. And we're going to call this girl, we're going to call this girl Ava, right? And Ava was kind of tweaking a little bit. She was acting a little strange. Anyways, though, so Chris, you know, kind of notices this a little bit. And he's not, like, super close with Ava, but, you know, he's not not friends with her. So Chris is kind of chilling with his boys a little bit, and they go through TSA. And TSA is always this... It's so annoying, bro, and I get why we need to do it. Oh, I know, I know, I know. But I just go, like, through the line, take 17,000 hours, and then, bro, a little mini story. I've been doing a little bit of traveling, a little bit too much. I'm going to stay put for a while. But every single time I have gone through the TSA line, I get flagged for a random PP inspection. I didn't even think those were real. Every single time the TSA worker comes over, looks at me with this sad face because he knows what he needs to do. And he's like, do you want to do this in public or do you want to go in private? Which I'm just like, hey, yo, Mr. TSA, man, you're acting kind of sus. I'm not going to lie. But I'm just like, I just do it in private or in public, bro. Bro is manhandling my crotch. Why am I? I got flagged like three times. Bro, I don't know. Maybe I just, maybe this is the punishment for having such a large pee, -pee. I don't know, bro. Any, anyways. Um, so yeah, so sure enough, right, they go through TSA. And that's when Chris sees Ava kind of over in the corner or whatever, kind of, kind of freaking out a little bit. I mean, she's, she's kind of like, I don't know, she's like shaking a little bit. She definitely, at a minimum, something is up. Like that is unquestionable something is up. She's like almost like shivering. So Chris being the young gentleman that he is walks over to Ava. It's like, Hey, like, are you okay? And Ava looks at him with like tears in her eyes. So he's like, okay, okay. Definitely not. Okay. <laughs> Definitely not. Okay. Yeah. So anyways, Chris goes over and is like, Hey, are you good or whatever? And also Ava was kind of known as the spoiled girl a little bit. She wasn't known as, like, an evil one. Because we've had a lot of story times of spoiled kids that are just, like, straight up evil, bro. She was never known as evil. She wasn't known as, like, the nicest person on planet Earth. But she also wasn't known as being mean or cruel or anything like that. But she was also known as kind of being a little bit spoiled, right? There would be times, like, throughout, because, like, she had gone to middle school and high school with Chris, so Chris has known of her for a long time. They never became that close, but there has been moments where, like, Ava would freak out because she would get something stained on her clothing item, and she would exclaim how much it was, and everyone would be like, yo, you spent what on what? <laughs> right? But anyways, so Chris is like, okay, well, like, what's up? Ava's like, Chris, can I tell you something? Chris is like, yeah, what's up? Chris, I've never flown public before. And Chris is like, public? And he's like, oh, I think we're flying American. Like American Airlines. Like I don't know what this public is, but you don't need to worry about it. I don't think we're flying public airlines. I think we're flying American Airlines. Chris at this point obviously didn't get it. So she's like, um, no, no, I don't, I don't think you... I, I've never not flown a private jet before. And Chris is like, what? And she's like, yeah, I don't know what to do. Like, 
it's just so overwhelming here. Like there's so many people and it's so crowded and Chris, it just is so dirty around here. And Chris is like, yo, 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 relax. You'll survive. Trust me. I'll survive throwing flying public. I have my entire life. You will too. She's like, Chris, I just, I don't know. I just don't know how to feel. And Chris is like, look, if there's anything like, there's anything that like we need to do or that I need to do to make you feel better, let me know. She's like, okay, thanks. So anyways, right, Chris goes back to his friends. He's like, boys, you're not going to believe. She's, he's like, don't tell anyone this. Which like, if you tell someone and you say, don't tell anyone this, they're probably just going to tell someone and be like, yo, you can't tell anyone this. And then everyone's going to know. But he's like, bro, like Ava over there, she's freaking out because she's never not flown on a private jet before, bro. I'm not even kidding. Yeah, so anyways, right, all of Chris's friends were like, hey, bro, there's no way, like, that's actually crazy, and all the stuff like that. So anyways, Chris watches as, like, Ava walks onto, like, the normal jet. I don't know if you guys have ever seen, like, a video of, like, a private jet before, but that thing is spacious. It's so, like, the difference between a public transportation, like, with airplanes and a private jet, just from the freaking videos I've seen, I can only imagine how different it is. So anyways... She gets on the private or the public jet, and she is, like, there's this look of, like, horror of, like, oh, my God, like, wait, I don't at least get a whole row to myself? Because also, like, all the classmates, like, everyone kind of went through, like, the school portals, so they all bought, like, the most, the most basically basic airplane tickets. Like, I just got an airplane ticket, and I'm just looking at it, I'm like, yeah, I'm literally going to be strapped onto the roof of this airplane, bro, but hey, man, it was cheap. Anyways, so, yeah. Sure enough, um, Ava, like, sits down, and she got a middle seat. And she got a middle seat between two random people. And, yeah, by the end of it, uh, Ava was basically traumatized by the experience, which is kind of crazy to say that you were traumatized by flying a plane like everyone else does for the first time ever. All right, so for the next story, we're going to call the subscriber who submitted this uh, story Sarah. So, anyways, this was a conversation taken from when Sarah entered a new school. So anyways, it was a new high school and Sarah's family recently moved into another zip code. So they went into another high school. This zip code um, had comprom like comprised of pretty standard middle-class families. Like Sarah's family always did all right. She, they never had any issues like money-wise, but also Sarah wasn't balling. You know what I mean? Like they did fine money-wise, and Sarah would never call herself poor or anything like that because she just knew that she had everything she needed, right? However, they were also, this zip code was, like, partially people like Sarah and then partially, like, the most, like, the most wealthy whatever people in the state. Like, it was crazy. So anyways, on a first day of school, Sarah walks in. And, you know, first day of school is really hard, especially when you're new, and especially when you're a girl. Like, guys, from what I've heard, and maybe I'm just being lied to, and maybe I'm being pranked, but look, social dynamics as a girl can be tougher than as a guy. I feel like, gentlemen, I don't know, you can agree or disagree in the comment section. I feel like you go up to someone, you're like, yo, you like Fortnite? And they're like, yeah, I like Fortnite. And then you're best friends for the next 20 years. With girls, it's a little bit more complicated. Anyways, though, so this story takes place from, like, the first day of Sarah being at school. So Sarah sits down, or she goes into the lunchroom, and she kind of just sees, like, this girl comes up to her and is like, hey, you must be new. Like, how about you come sit with us? And Sarah's like, oh, okay. So this is an example of sometimes girls will be a lot more outwardly nice to you, 
but bro, you're about to hear. Anyways, so Sarah sits down with these girls, and Sarah immediately, immediately can tell that these girls are from the part of her zip code that's not like her family, but the other families, if you know what I mean. They're all wearing, like, notably expensive stuff, and what I mean by that is not saying it just looks nice, but you just, like, knew by, like, the brand or the design that, okay, yep, all right, and you could kind of tell, like, they had, like, a crazy amount of makeup on, they were, like, talking in a certain way, and Sarah was already, like, oh, boy, okay, so anyways, the, the somehow, the conversation goes to, I don't know how it gets there, but somehow one of the, one of the, I'm just going to call them the spoiled girls, right? One of the spoiled girls was talking about how, like, oh my God, like, I can't believe I'm almost out of my allowance. My stupid dad won't allow me to have anything more. It's been like two, it's like a week into the month, right? And I'm assuming it's a monthly allowance type thing. So yeah, the conversation keeps going and she's like, yeah, like, I, I can't believe it. Like, my dad actually expects me to live a destitute lifestyle. And so I don't know exactly the details of the conversation, but somehow it got to the point where the girl was like, you know what? A girl can't live on $2,000 a month. Like, how am I supposed to do that? At this point, Sarah was like, there's no way I just heard you say that. Okay, she doesn't say that because she's the new girl there. She doesn't want to have a bad reputation off the bat. And also, these are definitely the type of girls, if you mess, if you rub them the wrong way, not even just if you're not cool to them, if you rub them the wrong way, they're going to ruin your life. But basically, this girl just said that within one week, she has gone through basically all of her $2,000 a month allowance, which first of all, bro, $2,000 a month? Bro, there are adults that don't make $2,000 a month. What? Yeah, so... Uh, <laughs> pretty ridiculous. And Sarah's kind of sitting there like, yeah, I do not belong at this school. That is now clear to me. Yeah. So then Sarah, like they turn to Sarah and the girl's like, Sarah, don't you think it's crazy that I only get $2,000 a month? And Sarah was like, um, yeah, yeah, no, that's, that's, that's really, that's actually a crazy, $2,000 a month is a crazy number. I'm not going to lie. And Sarah wasn't trying to be like, like, oh, you should like, I can't believe you have 2,000. Like, she wasn't trying to be combative, which, I mean, I get it. I wouldn't be combative here, too. But low-key, Sarah was at least trying to tell the truth in a way because she said $2,000 a month is crazy. The girls there probably thought that she was agreeing with them that $2,000 a month is too low. But, you know, in reality, she was just saying that $2,000 a month is crazy, but crazy being like it's a crazy large amount. So anyways, these girls keep on going, complaining about how, you know... Daddy really cut off my credit card. I only want $1,000 over. Like, this is so crazy. Like, this is ridiculous. How does he expect us to live like this? Which, like, bro, I don't know if you guys ever imagine, like, one of these, like, random spoiled kids are just thrown into the real world for 0.2 milliseconds. Bro, they're not surviving a second, bro. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> they're just simply not surviving, bro, if they're ever put into the real world like that. I mean, imagine someone who complains about only having $2,000 a month. Here's the thing, too. $2,000 a month if you're, I don't know, someone who has three kids, a mortgage, right, a car loan. Like, okay, that's fine. That could be very difficult. But these are girls that have, like, everything's basically taken care of. Basically, that, that $2,000, what you have to realize is that $2,000 a month is literally just for, what's it called? It's literally just for non-necessities. It's just for fun. Like, you know how people budget out, okay, this amount for utilities, this amount for rent, this much for whatever, and then like $5 for fun or something. 
This $2,000 a month is all extra stuff because they're living at their parents' homes, their phone bill, their mortgage, every like everything that normally like what you would spend per month would be covered is covered by their freaking parents, bro. The $2,000 a month is just on buying more stuff that they don't need. Yeah, so that's pretty crazy. Sarah's kind of just sitting there like, okay, um, I, I, oh yeah, like, yeah, that's, that's ridiculous, guys. And then Sarah's just sitting there listening to them and what they're talking about. And they literally just talk about, like, their conversations are just about, oh, which boy in the football team is the cutest? Oh, he's snapping me back. Oh, like, did you see that, like, X designer dropped a new whatever? Oh, I already pre-ordered all their stuff. That's why I went over my $10,000 billion per month credit card limit. And so after that day, uh, Sarah actually went home and was pretty, like, she was pretty worried that this was, like, the only type of girl at the school and that she was going to have a terrible time and et cetera, right? And, but eventually, the next day, Sarah was actually not invited back to that lunch table. I think that those girls were just testing her out, and she failed the test or whatever. But that was actually a blessing in disguise, because Sarah was able to then find other girls at the school that were uh, not insane. I don't know how else to put it. And she actually did have a good time. So, W, I guess. So, we're going to call this... this oh, we're going to call... So I'm not going to cut that out. I'm going to keep that in. We're going to call the subscriber who submitted the final story, Clayton. So anyways, Clayton had a group of guys that he would play Fortnite with on Friday and Saturday nights after high school. So they were sophomores in high school, just for context. They all lived in, near each other. There's one kid who we're going to call the spoiled kid. And the spoiled kid lived at the nicest house in their neighborhood, like by far. His parents, like, I don't know, were some kind of business attorney. I don't even freaking know, bro. Anyways, though, they would normally go to the Spoil Kid's house because they liked the Spoil Kid, right? He was a little bit of a jerk sometimes, but I don't know, like, he was fine. He wasn't, like, that bad to them or anything. But also, the Spoil Kid had the sickest setup, and so they all went to his house. So this all started on what seemed like a normal Friday afternoon, or Friday night, I should say. They all hop on, and they're all playing Fortnite together, right? I think the Spoil Kid literally just ordered, like, 15 billion Xboxes and controllers and stuff so that they could all play at his house. So they're all sitting on this massive couch playing this game or whatever. And uh, they're playing like, I think you can play squads. I never really played Fortnite like that. But they, they're playing some game where they're playing it all together or something. And uh, the spoiled kid is just getting destroyed. Like He's just getting trashed. He's getting completely dunked on during this game. And it's pretty annoying, right? It's, it's, it's tough. And the spoiled kid is getting angrier and angrier. And, you know, the, subs the subscriber, Clayton, is like, yo, bro, like, chill out. It's not that deep. Don't worry about it. Like, this stuff happens. And, um, you know, the spoiled kid's like, yeah, yeah, I know, I know. I just, I just don't know why I'm playing so bad right now. Like, like bro, this is ridiculous. Like I, like, I play better than this, bro. Like, I don't know what's up. And they're all like, yeah, yeah, I know what you're saying, but I just wouldn't worry about it too much, bro. Like, it's not that deep. He's like, yeah, yeah. I guess, I guess I know what you're saying, but bro, I just, this is ridiculous. So anyways, though, uh, the spoiled kid throughout the night, or not throughout the night, throughout the next hour, I should say, is getting angrier and angrier and angrier, right? So the spoiled kid's mom comes up, opens up the door, is like, hey, do you kids want any food or something? And the spoiled kid's like, mom, don't interrupt me. I need my absolute focus to play Fortnite. And uh, Clayton looks at her very timidly, is like, ah, thank you, miss uh, spoiled kid. I appreciate the offer. I think we'll be all right. And the spoiled kid's mom is like, spoiled kid, do not talk to me like that. Clayton, I got you. Like, just let me know if you need anything. I'll be right here. 
So they're all kind of sitting around playing, and as I said, the spoiled kid was getting angrier and angrier, and he was getting more and more mad. So the first thing he does is, remember, he has like a thousand controllers. The first thing he does is when he loses something, he literally chucks his controller as hard as he can against the wall. The controller hits the wall. It's like also like a concrete wall or something, because this is in his like gaming den or whatever, the like the 15th floor of his massive super mansion. And the controller like explodes into a million pieces, like little bits of plastic and metal fly everywhere. The subscriber literally has to duck and like shield his head from the shrapnel that's flying everywhere. And the spoil they all just went dead silent. The spoil kid's like, oops. And he gets up, grabs another controller, and connects it. So that was part one of the rage. But part two of the rage, so the spoil kid is losing again. And he's like, oh my God, oh my God, I'm so angry. I can't. And they're all, they're, they're basically like the Clayton and all of his friends are, base, are bracing for impact because they know that they're about to get another spoil kid rage moment. And the spoil kid's like, oh my God. <sighs> and he takes his controller and instead of aiming it at the wall, this time he aims it at the TV and he chucks it as hard as he can. But as he chucks it, his mom opens up the door to say like, hey, do you kids need anything? And there are four TVs. And so when the spoiled kid throws the controller, it hits one of the TVs, basically knocking it back. And while it knocks back a little bit, it tips the two next to it, which tips the one on the side, and then they all fall forward. And all of a sudden, all four of the TVs fall on the floor and they all, you hear this shattering noise. So yeah, basically all the TVs fell and were destroyed in one sweeping blow. And the spoiled kid's mom saw the whole thing go down. So there's this moment of silence, just like pure silence where everyone's like, erm, like what just happened right here? And after that, you hear the spoiled kid's mom go, spoiled kid, get your butt over here right now. And the spoiled kid's definitely a little bit of a jerk, but he also knows when he's gone way too far. And he's super obedient. He gets up, he's like, yes, mom, I'm sorry. And his mom's like, ah, you're dead when he hears about this. And the spoiled kid's like, please don't tell my dad. And like, the spoiled kid's mom is like, boys, I'm sorry, but we cannot host you tonight anymore. If you need a ride or something, I can call an Uber, but please, I need time with my son. So obviously, uh, Clayton and his friends are like, okay, goodbye. <laughs> they all go downstairs and they all get like, they call their, they all walk back because they all live in the same neighborhood. And as they're walking back, they're just like, uh, do you think we'll ever be able to play Fortnite with Spoil Kid again? And Clayton's like, no, I think his dad's going to ban him from playing Fortnite forever. And he's probably going to ban him from leaving his room for the rest of his life, if I'm being honest. <laughs> 